What up, Big Sexy World Travels? It's your boy, Big Sexy, here on a bonus episode for your enjoyment. Normally, Judgmentalist will be doing this introduction. However, our normal recording day was Leap Year, and uh, he was Leap Day William. So this is me doing the introduction on my lonesome. Either way, appreciate y'all tuning in. Welcome to Big Sexy Digital Nomad. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whenever this is hitting your ear holes, I hope that it is good. Today's bonus episode is a lovely interview that I did with a friend of mine from Las Vegas who is also a world traveler. It just so happened that our one of my last shows with Bleach, um, an improv troupe in Las Vegas, was also there. one of their last shows with Bleach. And we performed together. It was great. Had a lot of fun. Knew they were also traveling. Said, hey, you got to get on the podcast. I want to interview you. Of course, they were traveling all over the world. I was traveling all over the world. So we finally were able to sync up. Hilariously, once I got back to the U.S. And uh, they were able to to plant feet for a little bit and work. And you're going to hear all about uh, her story and uh, the wonderful tale. Wonderful improviser. Incredible world traveler. What a beautiful human. And I'm so excited for you all to hear my interview with Nikki. Guys, enjoy. Interview. What up, sexy world travelers? It's your boy, Big Sexy, here with another bonus episode a wonderful interview with a fabulous person. I'll tell you what, uh, me and my guest left Vegas kind of around the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, we met in Las Vegas. We both were in the improv community. And uh, our goodbye shows were in the same show. We did the same show together, right? Yeah, we. I think we, so. Uh, for with Bleach, we did a goodbye show. Well, anywho, <laughs> uh, we were. Uh, we both were traveling the world and seeing everywhere. Um, and the Instagram posts that my guests would put up were fascinating, <laughs> wonderful. And the places she has gone and the things she has seen. So, of course, I was immediately like, you got to come on the podcast. I got to. Uh, my, my listeners absolutely want to hear about the craziness of out in the world and the magic stuff. And so, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I give to you, Nikki. Hey! Woo! Oh, thank you, thank you, Woo. thank you. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Hello, Nikki. How are you doing? I am really, really doing very well. Thank you. <laughs> That's good. Excellent, excellent. All right, so let's let's go ahead and start from the beginning. Uh, where you're from? I was born in Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Okay. Um, I lived there until I was like seven and then my family relocated to New Hampshire just a couple hours away. Um, so yeah, I grew up, I grew up on the East coast. Okay. Excellent. And what, what brought you out to Vegas? 
I wanted to live somewhere hot because I fucking hate winter. <laughs> you and me both, sister. You I hate both. winter so goddamn much. Um, and I had like just moved back from Australia. I got back to Boston during like one of the worst winters they've ever had. And I was like, I can't do this again. I'm going to end up like, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, right. So I knew I wanted to live somewhere hot. And I was looking at Austin. I was looking at San Diego. Um, and then a friend of mine, her boyfriend got stationed in Vegas. And she was like, hey, I'm going to move to Vegas. Vegas is hot. I was like, yeah, sure. I'll give it a try. And then I was there for like eight years, which is literally the longest <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> that That's, yeah, that, I'm telling you, Vegas, one or two things will happen. You go to Vegas, you're like, oh, no, maybe not. And then your people transfer on. Mm-hmm. Or you get Vegas and people just get stuck. You get so stuck. It's wild. Ugh. It's fine. Like it's a yeah, good place. Yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. No um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no complaints. Look, I love I love being stuck in Vegas. Um, yeah. Though I was happy to, if I had to leave Vegas, I was happy for it to be out and to see the world, not you know someplace else that I'd rather not be. Um, yeah. Now, did you travel a lot as a kid? Um. When I was like a kid, my family, we were, we were kind of like, like one vacation a year kind of people. So we, you know, like when I was a kid okay. like, we went to Mexico for a week and we went to like, um, uh, Turks and Caicos for a week, like that, that kind of a thing. Um, oh, then nice. when I was okay. in high school, I went on a trip to Europe with like my, it was really funny. It was with the art club and the band and I was not part of either, okay. but I did theater. So I was like, <laughs> in the same circles and I was like oh I want to I'm not in the art club and I'm not in band but like I'm gonna come with you guys <laughs> so I went to Europe uh, <laughs> day trip nice. with, uh, with some little tag along yeah and then yeah nice. I, I don't know I just I I fell in love with traveling on a on a trip to England actually I was I used to work at a summer camp and I had a lot of friends from England and me and two of my really good friends from the United States were like, oh, let's go to England and, like, see a bunch of our friends and have, like, this big, like, like friend tour. And so right. we went and we didn't book a hotel for the first night because we were like, we'll figure it out when we get there. Um, didn't realize how <laughs> expensive England was. Uh, and we spent literally all day, like, running around trying to find a place to stay. And we were, like, in this phone booth making a collect call back to America to see if we could convince one of our like uncles to pay for a hotel for us. Cause we couldn't fucking afford anything. And I was just like sitting right. there like sweaty, exhausted. And I was like, I love this. This is it. Like, this is it for me. This is what I want my life. Yeah. To be. <laughs> there, there, there are a few of us in the world who thrive on the unknown. Mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out in the moment, the stress of it. And we just kind of eat that up. Like I, I, I like the uncertainty, but uh, there is something to be said for having shit planned out. Yeah, yeah, and, I definitely and kind of knowing where you're going. Both is good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now, uh, ever since then, did you have you like have you done like yearly trips out of the U.S. Like that? That's something you basically have just done for the longest time, or or like when you hit Vegas and you're in for eight years, where you like in Vegas for like eight years and, and no real, uh, out, out and about trips. So here's, so here's what happened. I, so I got back from that trip from England. I was like, I want to travel. 
I started traveling. I, I did a study abroad program called Semester at Sea. I did that for three months. Then I was an au pair in Italy for a year. Then I was an au pair in Australia. Then I like had to move back to the States, nice. all this stuff. I got back from my second trip to Australia and immediately it was like, I don't want to be in America. I don't like this. I'm going to save up like X amount of money and then I'm going to fucking go. And right. then like, you know, life happened. Like I started dating someone and he wanted to come too. And then, you know, so I was like, oh, like we'll wait together. And then like we broke up and then I was like, okay, right. like I got this really great job. And I was just like, like life and then like COVID happened. And the, the one year of saving just turned into eight years of saving. <laughs> right. Right, right, right. It just I, spiraled I, yeah. into one of those it's, things. It's where, funny how life does that. Yeah, and I did a lot of like weekend trips to different places around the states, and like I went to I went to like a music festival in Costa Rica, and I went to like Mexico for ten days. Um, so I did like little trips here and there, but the plan right. was always save up money so I can like fuck off for a while. Um, right. So that's what now, I'm doing right now. That's you, <laughs> and, and that's where you are now. And that's now, where you, I am you, now. You have. Yeah. Uh, you have a lovely significant other and you both have fucked off and, and are seeing the world. And I love, I, I'm me personally, I absolutely love following your adventures. One, I, I like to see you post and try to figure out, okay, where in the world are they? Like, where'd they go? Where I, I knew where they initially were going, but I don't know where the fuck they are. Uh, <laughs> you know. So update there. It's actually just me. Uh -oh. What? Yes. Vince and I broke up a couple weeks ago. Um, very mutual. Oh, my, I'm sorry. It, it's okay. okay. It's A-OK. -okay. Uh, he he realized he just doesn't like traveling. Um, and Oh, yeah. Then then I'm sorry. It's, yeah, it's you, okay. Bro, no, we, we had a lot of really lovely adventures. We had a really good time. It just, it doesn't, it, it doesn't sit with him the way it sits with me. Um, so right. we decided to go our separate ways. Um, so I am, I'm traveling solo now. <laughs> All right. How's, and how's that going? It's really good so far. Um, I, I'm at this hostel in Indonesia right now. It's kind of the first place I came um, after, like, after we split. Um, and it's re I really enjoy being on my own. I really enjoy like doing what I want, when I want, not having to like think about other people. Kind of like, you know, yesterday I was, I was like, ah, I want to, I want a sandwich. So I like left and I went and got myself a sandwich. And then I came back and then I was like, oh. I don't feel like being around people. I'm going to like go into my room for a little while and like, just, just like be alone for, for like a little minute. And then I was like, Oh, I feel, you know, I just, I get to follow the little impulses that I have throughout the day right. in a really like heart fulfilling kind of way. Um, so okay. I'm, really, I'm really enjoying it so far. Oh, good. 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 Well, well, uh, I'm I'll, I always, you know, uh, I'm one of the people I love, love. So I agree with breakups, but you know, I get it, if, 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 but I'm also, you know, grown, so, <laughs> so I'm aware <laughs> that life is different. <laughs> you know, people go their separate ways and things happen, you know, so fair, 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 that's okay. Then, I, then uh, you know, we, we, we'll talk about your travels, although, um, so let's, let's, when you left Vegas, you were headed to New Zealand, is that correct? Yes. Do I have that right? Yes. Yeah, so we and, went. And how was that experience? Yeah. It was great. So we uh, so we had a stopover in Tahiti. We did like the overwater bungalow thing. Um, that was fine. Uh, like it was good. Um, and then we went to New Zealand. So we were there for four months. Um, we bought a car. We bought a Honda Fit. And we lived out of okay. it for four months. <laughs> oh, wow. And it was wow, really just... 
really cool. We, uh, Honda Fits, their seats fold down, like all, like the back seats fold down all the way, like completely flat. So we literally had, we had an air mattress, we had a couple blankets, we had some pillows, some string lights, and every night we would set it all up. We would like push the seats forward, pack all of our, so we had like a whole system, uh, blow up the air mattress, and then we would just sleep in our car. And it was like really wonderful. <laughs> that is, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I was, I was still young enough to do shit like that. And, and <laughs> you know, I, mm -mm. No. You're also a lot but, like, but you, bigger than we are. Like we we were able to sleep in a tiny car because Vince is five foot six. Right. I'm five feet tall. Like it's right. very right. different. I'm 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 five ten. It's, it's a lot different when you when you got size and you know and it's and, and it's and it's me, the wife, and our dog. Right. Yeah. You know, so that that adds a whole nother level of complexity to it. But yeah. but I still you know. I still love, I still live vicariously through all that, that, you know, that, that craziness and insanity. And, uh, now I saw a video you posted and I really wanted to bring this up because it's one thing that like stuck with me as we we're traveling, because we made the, the rookie mistake of traveling with way too much shit, mm -hmm. like way too much shit. Yeah. And I, I remember you posted a video of you packing your backpack. Yep. And 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 showing what you packed and everything like that, and I remember being like, "Oh, fuck! I wish I could live like that." <laughs> like, how cool would it be to just pack what you need to put what you need, throw it in your backpack, and call it good? Yeah, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, how how did you did you discover that through trial and error, or? Or like, did you, were you given advice or, or did it come from so many years of traveling before? A little bit of both. So when I was first packing for like semester at sea, the advice that I got was take like pack, like set out what you want to pack and put half of it away. Um, okay. And I was like, okay, cool. And then just through traveling over time, like I know what works for me and what does not work for me. And when you're traveling like full time and you have to carry everything you own with you everywhere, I just don't, I don't want a heavy bag to lug around. Like I, I'm pretty strong, but I don't want to have to be strong all the fucking time. So like, I don't, I don't want to be carrying 40, 50 pounds on my back. And I'm often in like, you know, I'm often in places that don't have paved roads. So I don't want like a rolly bag and I, I try to travel as cheap as I can. So I don't want to have to like, pay to check a bag so like that video that i right. posted it's so funny that you're bringing this up because that video that i posted i now have less than half of what i had in that video i have my bag get out <laughs> my bag in that video is a 68 liter i think my bag now is a 35 so not less than half but about Jesus. Half. Yeah. but but still god damn yeah i i yeah, that's to make a video of everything that i have with me now because it's right very little. <laughs> I mean, it's also blessed to be small, yes. you know, yeah, and, and, and you, right. And your team anti-winter. So you may pack like one or two things that can cover for inclement weather, but you're pretty much traveling where the sun goes. Yeah. And so clothing can be a little bit smaller and less. Like I get that. Like, like see, right now I'm wearing my onesie cause I'm in California and it's like, you know, 60 some odd degrees. Um, but best believe when we travel again, this is coming with me. Yeah. Like this is, this is perfect. It's, it's, it, if it's hot, it's not great, 
But when it gets cool, and it does get cool, and we have been out there when it gets cool, or those random, you know, cold spells come through, this is a really good thing to have. And I missed it when I sent it back. Yeah. I, and, I and, have what shirt that I have in that. This is literally the only warm thing that I have. I had a long sleeve shirt, but when Vince went home, I sent it with him because I, w- I hadn't worn it one time in the like four, four and a half months that we were traveling. And I was like, I just don't need right. that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of chasing summertime, so... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what I, so we left with, uh, I don't know if you saw any of our posts. We left with like seven large blue bags. Okay. And you know, no suitcases (laughs) with wheels. So all seven large blue strap bags, you know, canvas bags filled with too much shit. And then we also had a carry on and I had a backpack and we had our dog's crate and that had some of his stuff in it. Like we had, wait, when, Nikki, when I say we had too much shit. <laughs> and to be, I mean, to be fair, like we did, we thought we were leaving the U.S. for good. Right. right? So we packed everything we thought we need and we thought we were moving to Portugal and was going to, you know. Uh, reside in Portugal. We took everything that we thought we needed. And then we didn't consider the fact that one, you don't need everything you think you do Two, um, what if plans change and you're not able to, Yeah. And, you know, three, we're, we were spoiled with us travel, right? You know, like us travel, every airport has like luggage carts and, you know, right. baggage things and stuff like that. Like, you know, the, the p- places have wheels. Uh, we when we got to Malaga, my listeners have heard the story a thousand times, so they're going to hear it a thousand one because it was a very monumental and momentous occasion for us when we got to Malaga, Spain, which is where we want to live. The train station in Malaga and Maria Zambrano doesn't have luggage carts. Yeah, and we had all our shit with us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that was that was painful. So, but you had to buy, and, like, and oddly enough, add it to your luggage, and then you can unfold it, put all your bags in it, and carry it around. <laughs> so we had a, a, a foldable wagon. It's, it's over here in the back that left it here. But originally, our plan was we were going to drive from uh, California all the way to Miami, and then we were taking a ship from Miami to Barcelona to Spain. And so I was like, yeah, we'll bring the luggage cart with us because that way all these bags, we can pop in the cart. They fit in the cart. I knew how to arrange them in the cart. I can, you know, lug them along. So we had wheels no matter what happened. But then we saw how much it cost to rent a car. We were afraid to take my car uh, across country because it was old uh-huh. and we didn't want to, you know, have it to break down in the middle of nowhere and then have to figure all that out. So that incorporate that brought in air travel. Then so now you're looking at weight. Right. Yeah. Right. And so and then and then you know and and shit was expensive. So we we had things budgeted, but that kind of fucked off and went out the window. So you know it, like there was a lot of a lot of trial and error is yeah. what I'm what I'm trying to say. A lot of like ooh that's not working the way we thought that was gonna work. Right. Um, and and what I was going to say is, I remember uh, in the train station when we were lugging all our stuff from the back of the train car to the the station. Mm-hmm. Um, 
all the way to the back of the train, all the way into the station, and then having to get into the hotel, I remember thinking about your video. <laughs> I remember going, you know, this <laughs> wouldn't have happened if we were able to pack like Nikki packs. <laughs> it's all, yeah. Yeah, it's also so different though. Like you guys thought you were moving there. Like if I right. thought, if I was like leaving the U- U.S. to a place that I was going to consider a new home, I would pack very differently than for like backpacker life. Because right now I'm I'm right. very transient, and it is like I have to carry everything right. with me. But if like when I moved to um, Italy, I had like a huge fucking rolling suitcase with like every possible outfit I would ever need. Like. I just, it's, right. it's just, it's such a different way of packing. So, it's a different vibe. It's a way different vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A dog. Like, you also have to consider, yeah, you had like a cage and like all this other stuff. Like, I, I don't have to worry about that shit. Right, right. It was, it was intense. It was intense. But, you know, again, lesson learned. We got to Toto Molinos and we shipped about 50 kilos of stuff back to the U.S. Uh, <laughs> right when we got into Barcelona, we donated two full trash bags of stuff. We're like this gone, this gone, this gone. We don't need this. I don't need this ever again. I don't need to see this ever again. I don't need to see this ever again. I didn't wear this. I'm not gonna wear this. I'm not gonna wear this. You know, uh, uh, got rid of a bunch of stuff. And and uh, one thing I've, I've realized and what I'm working on now and what I think about is that I need things to take off. If I can find, if I can get income. Mm-hmm then my mentality will shift because right now my mentality is I got to take it with us. Cause I don't know if, if, if I don't have it, if I can get it again. Right. Now I'm aware uh-huh. that, okay, look, if I have an income, if I don't have this t-shirt, when I get to wherever we're going, they got shops. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not going to, you know, third world countries. We're not going to, you know, no infrastructure places. We're going to cities. Yeah. And cities have stores. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Do I need to bring seven toothbrushes? No. No, not at all. No, no. I need to bring one toothbrush to use when I get there, and then I can get rid of it. Yeah, I can and always, get a new toothbrush. Yeah, yeah I can always buy one. Because I can always buy one. I can always. I don't need all these uh, perishable items because I can just buy. Only thing I need to take are things that they do not have over there. See, that's what I'm like going back. Now, you, how you, how many places have you been? do you think or have you lost count at this point in time i have a note in my phone so i i have been to 37 countries 37 countries 37 and do you have a do you have a favorite i loved ghana really what what was it about ghana that, that you loved okay so i was there i was only there for three days um it was when i did semester at sea and I had like only really traveled to more well-off countries until that like point. So it was the first like truly um, like impoverished nation that I had been to. And right. everyone that I met was so kind and happy and like full of life and just like like just just so unbelievably joyful. And I met this woman, I was like in this alleyway getting my hair braided and I met this woman and I was like chatting with her and she was like, oh, I just like, I just found out that my sister is still alive and I, I get to go visit her. And I was like, oh my God, like where, like, when are you going? And she was like, oh, it's like, nice. it's going to take me like three months to get there. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I have to walk. Uh, so it's going to take me like three months to get there. Wow. And I, like, I was like, 
you seem, I was like, you seem so at peace with that. Like, and she, and she said, I'm alive. What is there to be sad about? And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. That just like, it really hit me. Words to live by. Yeah. It just, and like coming from like the States where everyone like needs like the newest thing, the biggest flash, like, like the biggest TV, you know? Um, and going from that to meeting people who are just like happy to be alive shifted something in me. Um, and it just, it just, uh, it just, it like changed, it like changes the trajectory of my life being in that place at that time. And so like, it just holds such a special place in my heart. <laughs> nice. And, and how long ago was, how long ago was that? That was 12 years ago. Ugh. Time is stupid, isn't it? Time is stupid. Whose idea was that? I'm meeting, like being in a yeah. hospital, I'm meeting so many fucking babies. Um, <laughs> I just like, um, <laughs> like I'm not, even, I'm not old by any means. I'm fucking 32. Like it's fine. But I'm meeting all these, like, like one of my coworkers is 20 years old. <laughs> like, right. I'll be talking to him and, I'm, and he's, he's like six foot five. He's like this built like Estonian man. And I just, I'm just like, oh, you tiny baby. You sweet, you sweet, innocent child. Come <laughs> into my arms and let me tell you, Tio, <laughs> what things were like in the 90s. <laughs> Way back in the 1900s. Yeah. When, <laughs> things, were, when things were different. <laughs> the amount of people who are like, I felt how old I am. And they're like, you don't look that old. I'm like, it's not old. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, right it's hard to take a compliment when you, when it's hard to take a compliment about age <laughs> you know when it's when it's when it comes at the expense of surprise at how old you are mm-hmm. yeah it's like it's nice that i'm, de- I'm right. definitely taking it in stride and i'm hoping that i'm hoping that people are always shocked by my age when i tell them like i'm very happy for that to be the reality like, in, like oh, it'd be so much worse if I told someone I was 32 and they were like, yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> that no, was, no, it's, it's the flip side. Fuck? Oh, you're only, you're, you're only 32? It's yeah. that part. Oh, oh. It's that part. I think now, I... Now, don't, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I, I'm, I'm considerably older than you. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh, uh, you, you know, you were traipsing around, you know, as a child in the 90s and I was a grown ass man. So it, it's okay. It's okay. But I still get it. I still get it. I mean, I still got this gray happening here. Yeah. That, uh, that, 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 you know, shows my age. Although I, I will say I am blessed. If I shave, I, I still got a baby face. Yeah. Uh, True. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, my, my age, I, I lose about a good 15 years, you know, <laughs> uh, when traveling. Now you said you're in Indonesia volunteering. What, what work are you doing there? Um, I am volunteering at a hostel. Uh, so I have been like, kind of keep like, so I've done two different jobs. Um, I've helped with some like, organizing and like admin stuff and like making posters and like graphics and things like that. And then I have also worked the like evening shift, which is um, like taking people's food orders, like getting everyone drinking, and then running the hostel has a different event every single night. So it's also like running the events. So like we do a trivia night, we do charades, we do a beer pong tournament, we do a ping pong tournament, oh, nice. um, movie night. So just kind of like organizing that. And then every night 
it's really cool. So this island that I'm on, it's like it's like five kilometers around, and every night a different bar hosts like a late night party. Um, okay. To kind of give everyone a chance to like make money. Um, so after the event, I walk people to whatever bar it is, and then I'm done. Nice. Yeah. That is a sweet gig. It's pretty chill. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. And uh, how how did you run across that that opportunity uh there's a what there's a couple of different websites for for work exchange uh so there's world packers which is how i found this one and then there's work away which i've also used uh previously oh nice yeah. world packers and work away mm-hmm. although i'm not in a position to to free up and do that like i i, I think about that like I, I dream about that kind of stuff I dream, oh yeah i should do that and I'm, okay no i got i got ties i got <laughs> i got things i need to do and be able to 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 take care of but i still you know love the thought processes of that now um i remember you recently posted that there was a tax in bali yes it's coming up right yeah so they're implementing a new um like a tourism tax just basically i mean it's like you know it's like any any country that has that is like a little bit more impoverished. They tax tourists really heavily because we have more money than they do, and that's fine. And I get it. Uh, so yeah, Bali is implementing a new tourist tax. It's one hundred fifty thousand kip, which is only like or not kip, um, rupees. It's only like ten bucks. Um, but it's a little un- oh. it's a little unclear if like you have to pay it every time you go onto Bali, or you have to just pay it one time, or if it's just if you fly in, or if it also counts for ferries. Right. Like, the information's a little unclear. Um, and like, since I, I arrived in Bali like last month. So I don't know if, because I'm like already here, if I still have to pay it, I just have no fucking idea. Uh, so I'm taking a ferry in two days. I will have the cash on me if they need it. And if not great. (laughs) Great. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I knew one thing I was going to ask you is what is the transfer? What what is the the exchange rate? Because uh, that the uh, with crunchy like that, it's always a really big number. Yeah. It's an insanely large number, and then you know it's like oh no, it that's like that makes up that's like twenty five bucks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. It's definitely, oh. it feels worse than it is. It's so the the wild thing though is that like because I've been traveling more nonstop since like September and you go from one country to another and you have a whole new currency and the exchange rate is so different. And you're like, think you're, you're like, Oh, this is only like whatever. And then you pay for it and you're like, Oh no, wait, that was, Oh, that was in South Korea. This is actually so much more expensive. Oh, it's just such a different exchange. (laughs) It's it's like, you're like, right. Right. Yeah. And especially if you do, especially with the, the, the frequent travels among like, with that exchange rate. I mean, we travel throughout Europe a bit here and there. And so, you know, uh, most places use the Euro, although we did go to Romania and they? they have the Ron, this Ron or the delay. Okay. And that, that exchange rate is like five to one. So, uh, but of course, you know, the, the, the punch in the gut, when you go to shopping, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, that'll be 275 lay. Like, Oh, yeah. oh wait. Oh no. That's like, 12 bucks. Okay. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> I got that. Last night I went out for dinner with, and drinks with some people from the hostel and it was like my most expensive night out yet. I spent 
thousand rupees, and that's like fourteen dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> that's right. And it is right. the that, most that's, spent you know, one day here. <laughs> that's 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 for, exchange rate is, is lovely. I, I'm not, I'm said that the I remember back when the euro was when that was kind of a bit, but now it's like no 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's five euros. Oh, that's like six bucks. Yeah. Wait. Why is it smaller? It's not supposed yeah. to ever be smaller. The hell is this? Damn you, America. Damn you, America. Uh, yeah, not a fan. Now, you are one of those nature folks. You like to be out and about in the nature, right? You like like trees and waterfalls and all that kind I of do. shit. I do. I love trees and I love waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like yes. being now, of the countries you've been to, like, have you found a favorite hike or a, 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 a favorite, you know, scenery or things like you were, were completely surprised by? Yeah. Um, so New Zealand was as beautiful as everyone says says it's going to be. Like, 100%. Okay. Like, I, you know, I thought it was maybe overhyped, but I, like, I was absolutely astounded by, by the beauty there. Um, so that wasn't a surprise necessarily. It just, it was like exactly, I don't know. You know how it lived up to the hype. So yeah, it lived up to the hype. Like some places just don't live up to the hype. It lived up to the hype. The place that really surprised me was Laos. Um, I didn't really know much about the country before I went. I just knew that I really wanted to go. And it was stunning. Like just like lush green landscapes, like beautiful water. We went like tubing down the river one day, uh, like all sorts of like natural um, uh, swimming holes. Like it was just like flying into it, I was just looking at it with my like jaw dropped. I was just like, it was oh beautiful, absolutely stunning. Lao really surprised me. That sounds that sounds amazing. Now, how uh, I've always wondered, how do you choose where you're gonna go? Because to on on this side of the on this side of the the Instagram page, it it really does seem like you're throwing darts at a map. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's where you're landing. That's fair. Uh, but but how how do you make your choices? Um, a couple of different ways. So some of it is dictated by, like, if I got like a job or something there. Like we went to Thailand. Right, okay. We, like we went to Thailand because we wanted to go to Thailand, and also we got like a dog sitting job there. We went to Australia because we got like a six week dog sit there. Um, and then beyond that, it's kind of just whatever's cheapest to fly to a little bit or to like get yes, to right. like I, and I also like, I kind of want to, there, there really aren't a lot of places that I don't want to go to. Um, so it's kind of, I, I'm like kind of just excited to go anywhere. So like we were in Australia and I knew I wanted to go to Indonesia. I knew I wanted to go to the Philippines. I knew I wanted to go to Cambodia. And so it's kind of like, okay, right. what's the cheapest flight? Indonesia. Great. That's where I'm going next. Oh, uh, cool. Nice. And then do you have, do you already have plans from Indonesia to your next spot or are you like going to play it by ear, see, see where the wind blows? I'm going to see where the wind blows. I do not have anything booked yet. I think I'm going to go to Timor Leste um, because I can. To, to where? Timor, East Timor. Um, it's like a tiny island country that I can get to from Bali for really cheap and kind of figure like okay. why not? it's there. I've like, I'd like never heard of it. I just, I like zoom in and out on my map on my phone 
and kind of go like, all right, what, yeah. what, what, what the hell is going on around me? Um, and I, yeah, I just saw it and I was like, that sounds really, really cool. Let's, let's maybe give that a go. And it actually works out well. Cause there's a French guy who's volunteering at like a hostel down the road and he actually like owns a company there and like is going there next. So he was like, Oh yeah, just like shoot me a message and I can like help you out. So. Oh, perfect. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you, when you, when you got peeps, yeah, it, it makes, it makes those kind of decisions a lot easier when you got peeps that, that, you know, yeah. um, can, can figure that out. Yeah. We, that's what made Spain home for us. Like yeah. we, we got over there. We were only supposed to be in Malaga for a week. We ended up staying, you know, the rest of the 90 days. Uh, but the moment we met people, like, oh, I love this place. This place is amazing. Oh, yeah, these people are wonderful and great. Like, travel really reignites faith in humanity. Yes. Yes, it does. It really you know, does. I mean... You look at the people who like destroy faith in humanity, and then you realize you've never been anywhere. Mm-hmm. You've only stayed in your little tiny ass bubble, and and that's why you're bitter. Yes, like, the people, you know, you meet people out and about in the world, especially like from other countries. When you're in a different country, you meet other people from a different country. They're not in that country, but they're from around. Like they're just like, no, this is chill. This is, you know, seeing the world. You know. It, but like you like you know like like your friend said, I'm happy to be alive. President Ghana, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah what I, I'm alive. What I got? I'm alive. What I got to be sad about? You know, I'm not, yeah. what about I'm here on the earth. Yeah, it's you know, yeah. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about nothing. When I travel, like I just find that humans are instinctually good and like want to put good into the world. And like, I don't, I don't know. I don't feel that way when I'm in the United States. Like, there's no community there. But when I'm traveling. It is just people who are like kind of looking out for each other in a lot of different ways. And obviously, like, there are exceptions to the rules and people can be shitheads, blah, blah, of blah. Of course. You know, like, I, God, the people, the people that I've met even just here at this hostel are like some of the greatest friends I've ever known. And like, already, like, you know, I had, there was a group of people here that we got really, really close really, really quickly. We had like a pajama party and like talked about like our deepest feelings and like what we have going on in our lives. And, like we're like all gonna meet up this summer in Europe. Like we we've like already planned a fucking reunion. <laughs> uh, it's just <laughs> one of the best parts of traveling is the people that you meet along the way. Yeah, it's fascinating, and it's 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 fun. You know, you meet a bunch of folks, mm-hmm. and you make these connections, and they're they're temporary. Yeah. You know, a lot of the connections are temporary and, you know, they're around the world, but they take a piece of you with them mm-hmm. and you take a piece of them with you. Mm-hmm. And so you get to see even more parts of the world because you might still be in contact with this person who's over here. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not make it to X country or whatever, but your friend that you met in Bali made it to this country and so you're now you're on there if they have a social media or whatever they're taking pictures they're talking oh yeah let's all this we went to this big statue they had this crazy waterfall you got us here you got to make it out mm-hmm. part of you is still there yeah exactly you know and the more people you meet around the world the more of the world you get to meet yeah. if that makes sense Without sounding too hippy dippy, you know what I no, mean? No, no, that's that's the exact right level of hippy dippy for me. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, uh, and, you know, I think about it, like, think about us, like we both do improvisation mm-hmm. and that's why you, I think that part of that's why you find thrilling the not knowing what's going to happen and where they're going to go, you know, just where it's going to take you. Cause that's, that's an improv state of mind. Yeah. Yeah. Just go with the flow, say yes to what's next and say yes to what's next and then and see where it takes you listen pay attention (laughs) you know if something isn't going the right way don't be afraid to abandon it and move to the next thing yeah you know if something's going great sit in it milk it yeah you know figure it out yeah exactly yeah it's yeah it's all very it's it's all very connected and like another like one of the things i love about improv and one of the things i love about travel is that like the magic is in the moment and like 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 the moments, everything that you're having, you have one time and like, that's it. And then it's gone. And so when you're, right. when you're there and you're in it and you're experiencing it, you're just like, oh, wow, this is, this is just right now. And that's okay. And there's so much beauty in like, just the little, just the little pieces that happen. I don't know. Like last, right. night, like last night, my, my, like we went out for dinner and then we came back and had a couple drinks at the hostel. And then like, me and this like British, I, there was me, a British girl, a girl from New Zealand, two Estonians and a Spanish guy just like got in the pool and like talked about our feelings and talked about like our icks and like talked about like just so many things. And God, it was just so lovely. Like, it's just so lovely to have those moments. Yeah, I, I saw it. your, uh, I saw your post about uh, um, charades. <laughs> oh yeah. I crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> i crushed it my team won i got t- i got 10 fucking points oh it was so funny oh it was so yeah funny. i love I, 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 I love it yes you damn right theater majors go theater majors yeah so that's yeah. our game people yeah i was like this is where this yeah. is where i thrive baby <laughs> love it love it have you uh experienced now of course we, we've been of course chatting about the amazing stuff but has there been like serious concerns and struggles where it seemed like you were going to have to tuck your tail and, and come back or anything along along those lines? Um, when I was, when I was in Australia the second time around, um, I was with my, my partner at the time. Um, and he broke, like we ended our relationship. He broke up with me over a Facebook message. Um, and I had to, Ugh. oh yeah, it was pretty crummy. Um, I had to, I had, I was flat broke. I had no money. I was like so unbelievably heartbroken, like in the way you can only be when you're 22 kind of thing. Um, right. Like just absolutely devastated. And I had to like, I, I don't my parents don't financially support me in any way, shape or form, but I had to call them and be like, listen, I, I need your help. Like I, I cannot stay in Australia. I cannot afford to come home. I, like, I need you guys to help me out here. Um, and they did like, they, they were, you know, absolutely fine to do that. Um, and then I had to like, you know, I like lived in my dad's apartment rent free and like, you know, they gave me a car to you. Like they were very, very helpful. Right. Uh, but that's kind of the only time that I've really had to, to do that I otherwise am pretty resilient and pretty clever and pretty like good at figuring shit out I've gotten into a few dicey situations and I've always managed to get myself out um nice I do I do a little bit of research before I go places like I you know I generally try to like fly by the seat of my pants but like 
I like I, I really wanted to travel to Papua New Guinea um, from mm-hmm. Australia. It was really, really cheap. And then through researching, everything I read was like, if you are a solo female traveler, do not go here. It is not safe. And right. I generally like I always take that with a little bit of a grain of salt. I'm always like, OK, but like I'm, I'll be fine. And then the more I researched, everything was like, no, 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 you're not tougher than this. Like you will be assaulted or murdered do not come here and then like reached out to some locals and asked and they were like yeah don't 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 come don't don't come here like okay then i won't go like i'm not not gonna i'm not gonna i'm I'm happy to like do like things that are a little dicey but i'm not gonna put myself in like overt danger danger right right and And, and, you know that i carry around to like drink but also i could hit a bitch with it you know exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. And you got to have, have those, those side I have weapons. A personal alarm system. Like I have a, a, an alarm on my bag that I carry around. So if someone were to try to hurt me, I can pull it and it lets off this really loud, like screeching noise. Right. So like, I have like little things like that, that I, you know, I have like a door lock that if I'm like at a hotel with a room, I can like sort of jam the door so like no one can break in and right. I always put like a chair in, you know those those kind of things I always those, those safety yeah yeah you take the safety precautions when I'm you by fly myself, by the seat of your pants yeah but they're very uh worn and comfortable pants they are very comfortable pants yeah like when I'm alone I don't go drinking right. I'm not gonna go out for like a drink by myself like I'm I'm very aware of my shit that's smart <laughs> that's smart yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, we we have the the benefit of when I'm again, you know, it's my wife and I. And we're traveling together, so we're always a companion. And but I do also have the I, I'm currently very aware that I am a large black male, mm-hmm. and that uh, I can move through the world a lot easier than single white females. Yeah. Um, b- based on the safety perspective. Right. Yeah. And not not so much on not not so much on the taxi driver's gonna hook me up with a free ride and a a, a wink and a nudge. I'm not getting any too many free drinks when I walk into a bar, but yeah. um, I don't, I can walk into a bar and not worried about you know that drink being uh, walking out un, unassaulted. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I actually uh, somebody I, buys me a drink. Yeah. I was going to go there. There's so there's an island really close to where I am called Lumbuck. And I was going to go there after here. But a guest came back that was like here before he came back and I was chatting with him. And I was like, Oh, how was it? He was like, Oh, it's really bad. Like, I like this girl that he was with. He was like, she got her drink spiked, like immediately. And we just like, like, that was just kind of the vibe the whole time. And I was like, cool, I'm not going there. Oh, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need to, I was like, if, if that happened to you, you guys, like, it's, it's like a tall man, like a tall, like built white man and a girl and she like she was with someone and that happened to her like nope not gonna go and i know right. that, that happened right. anywhere yeah. but, like when i know it happens somewhere i'm like okay cool not for me yeah well, i mean it's, it's different when it could happen but you know could happen is different than did happen it happened yes exactly exactly you know and, and I'm, I'm directly connected to somebody it happened too so mm, <laughs> maybe not maybe you know? not yeah uh, maybe, I have ten maybe, minutes left, and then not. I'm gonna get lunch with some some of my hostel friends. We we are good, actually. You know, uh, uh, yeah. I only we only do this for about just about an hour. I keep it okay. nice, short, and what brief. I figured, but I was because like, oh, what I really like. <laughs> yeah, what I really like, what I really like about um, this aspect and doing this again. Thank you again for sitting down with me. Really, really appreciate it. What yep. I really like about this, as 
as we sit and talk about these stories and these things, you know, what it does is it sparks memories, mm-hmm. right? You'll start thinking about that trip to Ghana. You'll start thinking about, you know, your trip to Australia, how that waterfall you came across in, in New Zealand, it was amazing, mm-hmm. you, you know, and the, the ducks you were swimming with, wherever, right? You know, um, and it sparks stories. And hopefully what happens is you're like, hey, Big Sexy, uh, I just remembered this tale about that I didn't get a chance to stay on the podcast. And then I'm like, yeah, either come back on and we'll do it again or send it in as a letter, whatever, right? Like I love, I realized I started this whole thing as a method to report my experience, mm-hmm. right? To, to, to log my experience and share that with my friends and family and people who may care about me and, and any strangers who are like, who's this dude named Big Sexy? And where is it? What is he doing? <laughs> But then I started realizing, no, what was really, and what happened? I started interviewing people and talking to them about their travel. And I'm going, no, my my goal here now is I want to tell other people's stories. Yeah, you know, I want other people. I, I want other people to tell their stories through my platform. That other people that seeing the world is possible. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, because you were, you know, you were a, a born and raised. You said Boston, a little girl in Boston. Yeah. And now here you are at a hostel in Indonesia. A hostel in Indonesia on a tiny island that's five kilometers around. <laughs> right. With with people from all over the world. Yeah. And you've been and you've been around the world. You've been all over the world. So it's possible. Yeah. And a lot of people don't think it's possible. And that's why I like to have a, a, a I have a variety of folks on this podcast who show that it's possible. It's actively possible to do it. Yeah, it is. And there, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it is very, very possible. I don't want to give the impression that it's like super easy or like accessible to everyone because I, it bothers me when like, like travel bloggers are always like, you can do it too. You just have to like, like, ugh, people are like, oh, like, try like travel hacking. All you need is this credit card that's like $650 a year and like, like anyone can do it. It's like, no, 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 that's not true. Not anyone can not everyone is in a position like it's a very privileged position to be in and i want that to be like like it is possible but it's possible with a bit of privilege right yeah i i I always inform my listeners absolutely know this i always inform like there's no way i could have done this without my wife right my wife is taking care of all this you know and i mean we do this together of course right right but but with, without her, Big Sexy's still chilling in Las Vegas, uh, <laughs> struggling, doing local improv shows and random little gigs here and there and hosting karaoke and living an okay life. But, you know, viewing the world and going, oh, man, I would love to see the world. Or, you know, applying for jobs on cruise ships and things of that nature. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, this is, ab- this is absolutely a blessing to be able to see the world and get out there. But I do, on the flip side, encourage folks do what you can to make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. If it's, if it's, yeah, if it's something that you can make, if it's work, something you want, make, yeah, if it's something you want, make it happen. Like the amount of people who are like, Oh, I'm, you're so lucky. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, sure. I am lucky in a lot of aspects, but I also worked my dick off to make this my life. Like I didn't stumble right. into this. I spent eight years saving every penny I could so that I could do this. Like I made an active decision about the life I wanted to live and I executed that plan. I didn't I didn't just like right. wake up one day and end up in fucking Indonesia. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> right. You didn't go you were in Vegas. La, da, da, da. You know nah. what? 
let's go to New Zealand tomorrow. Yeah, no, this but was a lot not? of 60, 70, 80 hour work weeks. Like this was right. This was a lot of living with roommates and a lot of like not going out to eat and a lot of like meal planning and budgeting and, you know, downloading all the apps where you like scan your receipt and you like earn money back and like a lot of like that kind of shit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so li- listeners, pay attention. Like, it, you know, you, you'll hear a lot of, you know, folks saying, yeah, it's easy. And some, you know, I've met people who say, oh, no, it's easy. This is my one. Yeah, it's easy for you. You're European. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you're not trying to get out of the United States. That, that's a little bit harder. Yeah. That takes a little more effort to do so. You know, yeah, it's easy for you to hop on Ryanair and fly over from Germany. Yeah. You know, I'm not hopping on. There is no Ryanair for, you know, Texas. Yeah, for no. California, I'm You're not. Serious. I'm not doing that. I got. I got to spend thousands. Best thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can go from state to state, but none of that shit's taking me to you know England. Yeah, you that's know, right. whatever. But uh, well, awesome. Well, you know, I I look forward to your adventures. Uh, I, I can't wait to see where you are next and all the the fun things. Tell everybody in Indonesia, big sexy says hello. I will. Um, now, uh, if if the folks want to follow your social media, uh, where can they find you at? Uh, my Instagram is Sikki Nuza, S-I-K-K-I-N-O-U-Z-A. Um, I so post on there reasonably often. Um, and I, I do intend to like, kind of start making a little bit more, not like, I'm not gonna be like a content creator, but I am like, you know, I'm like keeping track of like my budgets and I'm gonna like post like my back, like the video with like all the stuff that I have and like how much I spent and right. that kind of stuff. Um, I am going to be like conscious about posting moving forward. Excellent. And I will, I will also tell you, feel free as you post that kind of stuff and anything like that, be sure to share it with us here at big sexy digital nomad and we'll pop it up and we'll put it out there. And, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it on our, our podcast to anything to help travelers travel And uh, folks see the world and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, we'll we'll boost each other. And thank you again for sitting. And we'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah. You know, after your your next few journeys and stuff like that. (laughs) I can't wait to hear. I can't see see where you're going. All right, listeners, stay tuned. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's going to be exciting. Uh, Judgmentalist and I will do some kind of outro to this. Uh, He'll pretend that he listened to it. I'm pretty sure he didn't. And uh, it's going to be great. Nikki, great talking to you. And I hope our paths cross again soon Me uh, too. i really hope that it pat that our paths cross outside of the u.s yes same like, i think that would be amazing for our for us to meet up and like hey i'm coming to malaga for whatever reason and we're, we're staying there like perfect you gotta you gotta couch until I'm you find a place perfect we, we got I'm you working in portugal this summer i'll be in madeira so okay keep, keep me posted because we we sh- if we if we get this Spanish visa, I'm definitely going to go hang out in Portugal. That's like that's 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 a plan. Hell yeah, that's a for real okay, plan. Cool, fun. <laughs> All right, love. We'll take care. Talk to you again soon, listeners. Safe travels. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Like Nikki is an amazing amazing person uh, so great to talk to her such an inspiration you know uh taking the time out to see the world and do things when you're able to and you know working hard to get it done really an inspiration on me figuring out my journey and uh the wife's journey and, and putting our nose to the grind and doing what it takes 
to get out and see the world. There are so many parts of the world that I can't wait to experience. So many other parts of the world that I uh, look forward to experiencing because other people have gone there. I'm not going there. I'm talking, looking at you rainforests. I'm looking at you places with bugs and shit. But I love that I know people who travel the world, who see the world and, and, and go to amazing places. And I get to bring those stories here to you. I really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. So as always, uh, feel free. If you have any questions for my guest, you can either send them to us on our Instagram or wherever you catch us at Big Sexy Nomad. If you'd like to be a sponsor of the podcast, go ahead and hit us up at bullwiththebutthole.com. Shout out to our very first sponsor, Cruise Habit. I don't quite have a drop for them yet, but I'm going to make something and put something together. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully I'll have an ad copy that I'll throw on all these episodes as well. But if you want any information about cruising or you're looking to go on a cruise and you want to get some idea of what that's going to be like, shoot over to cruisehabit.com. Enjoy our friends over there and appreciate you all tuning in. And in the meantime... Safe travel.